1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 186 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with socials. The Wolf 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Please subscribe and tell a friend. Excellent. Uh, how many five star reviews have we got on Spotify? <laughs> it's in the 60s. <laughs> Still. We've got to stop going on about that. Uh, Jack Williams is here. Oh, hi guys. How are we doing? Uh, Jack, I did, I did tell everybody how you um, hurt your back last week. Oh, I did, Usually I... I try and come up with a comic reason for you not being there, but it wasn't funnier than the real reason that you weren't here. So uh, is the back better now? You know what? It's not the best. I've got a deep heat patch on it. I've, have you ever done your back before? You two? You've never done? Yeah, it? I have. Like, I did a front flip. Painful. I did a front <laughs> flip on a trampoline and pulled my back out once. And I do feel your pain. It is bad, isn't it? Because yeah, you can't like, really do anything, can you? I, I, for the first two days, I honestly couldn't move. It was horrible. It's yeah, like, definitely yeah. a sign of getting old. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I put my back out carrying some bloody Sonic the Hedgehog comics downstairs. <laughs> like, if you want the real reason, so just clearing out oh. all my stuff. But. um but yeah, it's you know it's better than it was, but it's still a bit uh, a bit tweaky. And um, were this... the were the comics going to the tip, or have you found a place for them in? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, Sam. Like they're still in the car because I, I tried to pick them up once. So I was like, I'm not touching them again because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not breaking my back again. I couldn't walk. So <laughs> the gold rings are heavy. Is Bailey's pulled his back this week? Is that what you're here? I don't know. He, I think he's playing cricket. Although I thought the only uh, exercise he got was jumping to conclusions. Anyway, um, Friday night football under the lights. Mm. Harry, I thought to begin with, actually, the, the atmosphere was was decent um, and probably the loudest it's been in a long time, which was great. Um, team came out. Not too many raised eyebrows were there. I mean, like What's everybody was, was quite What's excited. Go on, what for you? Well, he played the free midfielders, which I didn't. I said on last week's podcast, I didn't want that. And... Obviously, it was forced, but he did quickly change it, didn't he? Uh, when he brought Trincao on, which changed the game completely for Neves. But yeah, that surprised me. Just go right to the beginning of the game. I didn't like the fact he put free midfield. And 20 minutes in, I think he realised it was a mistake. But on the atmosphere, mate, it was an incredible atmosphere. It helped that the game was absolutely mental. And obviously, mm. when we know what happened towards the end, Wolves fans obviously went a bit quiet then. But yeah, great. For a Friday night game, it was decent weather, wasn't it? We weren't getting bloody mm. soaked for once. Yep. A few beers and uh, yeah, really impressed with the atmosphere. And the atmosphere, to be fair, is slowly getting a little bit better. I know the Palace game was a bit of a, bit of a shit one, so nothing happened there. But yeah, it's, it's getting a little bit better. It's got to be said, the atmosphere. Um, Jack, your thoughts? 
uh on the team selection i wasn't too first i agree i'd prefer the three three up top um but i wasn't particularly too worried i thought it was a pretty strong team actually it wasn't far off our strongest team if if not quite really uh question marks about kilman because you know he did all right against everton and then seemed to be dropped again um that was the only bit of a weird one really um but yeah apart from that about the team couldn't really couldn't really moan um but yeah, it's just a, a weird, weird game, wasn't it? Really, and obviously the outcome was depressing. Um, I think, I think Leeds obviously came at us quite a lot, as you kind of expect them to do, particularly in the first 15, 20 minutes. And it was in danger of us getting sort of uh, brought into into the scrap that they wanted it to be, because you know how they want it to be. They want it to be open and open up, so it's end to end, which is you know kind of what happened in the second half, but just for a different reason. But I think once we got that force change, which I know is stupid when you're saying Neves going off and Trincao coming on changed the game. It's like, what's what's going on here straight away? But, it, you know, it, it did, and we looked a lot better, and we, you know, we started to create chances and really control the game. Um, so, first off, you can't really fault the performance, and particularly from a player to come on like Trincao has had a lot of stick, and he was you couldn't fault was, him, could you really? I was, was going to say, actually, because um, when when Neves went off and Trincao came on, I, <laughs> I just did a Bayless basically turn to Harry and his dad and went, right, that's us playing with 10 men. And then, uh, <laughs> instead of doubling down like Bayless does, I'll say he had he had a brilliant game, and you know, he, he proved me wrong. I think he started to show flashes of the player that he can be it's just the consistency isn't it Harry yeah like just like you Sam I was the same I was like oh here we go but I was happy at the same time that we had gone to 3-4-3 I think it was needed because you think Bamford went through early on for Leeds before he went off injured didn't he so they could have been one up in the first 15 minutes but yeah came on great assists for Johnny I mean I thought it was Raul who scored at the time I remember Sam I was like oh great finish by Raul it was really Johnny and then that one, remember when he had that shot from Miles out as well at the bar or at the post? Yeah. That was great effort. He was like a man possessed when he when he come on. And it's great to see because he's been out of favour. He's his first goal and his first assist in the Premier League, which is a mad, mad. stat, really, when you consider how much he's played. But you just got to take your hat, hat off to him. And I thought, well, half time, we thought that was it, didn't we? We thought, I mean, we were down the bottom laughing and joking, saying, what a win. Top six, here we are. <laughs> and we could never, ever have predicted what was to come second half. Because what what came second half was it six minutes into the second half? I think it was the 51st minute when it's... I mean, what is it, Jack? Because, I mean, Sky Sports put a poll out after the game and said, is this a yellow card? Is it a foul by him? And there's 82%, which means that the other 18% are obviously clearly Leeds fans. Um said no yellow card no foul it's a 50 50 it's a coming together what do you think i think it's a, a bit of a ridiculous decision i think uh, judging by what i saw i wasn't at the game i saw i watched it on tv like a plastic but i think a lot of people thought it was a foul the other way at first that's probably the reaction of the home mm. fans because he's actually mm. he's actually come through and clattered him they're watching it back you realize when, when that ball's played over the top, you think it's Jimenez's, to be honest with you. You think it's going to be his ball straight away. And the keeper, actually, to be fair, he does does really well. He comes and obviously completely clatters Jimenez in the process. But any, I think anyone who's played football knows it's not a foul. It's just it's just a coming together. And all right, it's at high speed. Uh, but just because the keeper's come out and got the ball first and completely taken the man out, doesn't mean it's a yellow card. Because otherwise, there'd be a yellow card every time the keeper comes out and punches the ball in the box and takes someone out in the process. It's yeah. kind of what's happened, isn't it? And he could say, oh, he's left a leg in or something like that. But he has every right to go for that ball. So, no, I don't think it's a yellow card. However, I don't know why lately, even it's just a bit of a liability, isn't he? Just all round. I don't I don't know what he's offering to the team. Uh, he's not scoring. He's got... I'm, 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 the first, the second yellow card is harsh, I agree. But what, what's going on with the first one? Like, there's no need for that, is there? 
Because that's and put him on the booking straight away. Jack, I was um, just going to say, he nearly did what he did at City, remember, when he like tried to jump in front of the ball? I, I thought he was going to get a yeah, second yellow. I thought he was going to do it again. again. Yeah, yeah but he didn't, thankfully. That's what I mean. I that, that's, mean. Twi- that's twice now yeah. that our centre forward has got two yellow cards, which, you know, if, if your defender keeps getting booked, you kind of understand it. But I don't know he's quite a physical player. But two yellow cards in those sort of two games, which, you know, were just really, really unavoidable. And as of that point, it's just given leads a way back into the game that we we really really didn't need. And we can we can talk about it now until and obviously say it's a stupid yellow card. You can't trust Kevin Frem because obviously you know he he was looking to to change the game or do something or send somebody off. You know, like you could tell it was going to happen, particularly when he thought the game was basically over. He wanted to try and keep it entertaining somehow. And he made a decision to book Raoul even even before he even spoke to anybody. He got the card out even though they're both yeah. lying on the floor in a heap. Granted, yeah. the assistant flags for it, but. It's a foul at most, that second tackle. But at the same time, we just don't need to be putting ourselves in that situation because we can either take Raul off, he's on a booking, or you know, just do something at half time just to make sure it doesn't sort of peter out. But yeah. but the first yellow card is the thing that's pissed me off because I don't think there's any need for that one. And that's basically then putting him on that tightrope in a game that's poised like that. And really, we, sh- we should have been winning comfortably. If he stays on the pitch, we win that game oh, three yeah. or four, don't we? I think yeah. three, three, three nil, four one, something like that it'll be. For- so... Just want to go on Raul. I know what you're saying about him being a bit of a waste of space and that, but obviously got his goal against Watford. He is a bit in and out, and he like I thought he had a good game against Everton away, but then he'll have like a shocker like he did against Leeds. But first one's a joke, as we mentioned. He nearly got sent off a step in front of him again. But a great comment here from Dean. Did anyone see the Brighton um, Liverpool game the other week when uh, Diaz went through and their keeper absolutely like clotheslining from hell with his leg? Yeah. And he didn't get a booking or anything. So the consistency from the referees again is shocking. The referees on the day and the linos were horrendous. They kept doing what Jack, uh, Sam mentioned last week, where they'd let the offsides run and then they'd put their flag up late, which is so annoying. But yeah, it's never a yellow card in my opinion. He, like you mentioned, the keeper come out, he got there first, and then they, the momentum takes them into each other. And you think back to when David Luiz cracked Raul's head in half, and he didn't get booked for that, did he? Where Raul got the ball first, yeah, yeah. David Luiz smashes his head into Mars, and no booking. But it was a terrible decision. It's so annoying. VAR can't overturn yellow cards like that, because now we miss Raul for two games, I think it is. And although I agree with Jack, he was a bit clumsy to get the first one. It ruined the game for us. But although... I will say is, I was screaming, I don't know if Sam remembers, you were, yeah. why he didn't get Fabio on for Pedence as soon as it happened. I'll never know because yeah. we we lost the plot. We were booting the ball up. We had a midget on the one wing and Trincao on the other. And we just couldn't get the ball because they were just coming straight back at us. And as we know, two goals in the 63rd and 65th minute because we couldn't hold it up. And we panicked. We are going to say, like we mentioned the game against Man City earlier on the season when Raul got sent off and going down to 10 but still defending the way we did and it was unlucky poor poor officiating again that cost us a point in that game <laughs> to take yeah. away nothing because of the Matinho so-called handball um, but Jack the way that that defence coped with 10 men was absolutely shameful when you think it wasn't a defender that got sent off it was Raul you know, nothing at the back should have really changed, but it was a complete capitulation. And I don't know whether someone made the point saying that I think Sace's was still concussed or something from from when he went down because the way that he tried to deal with that looping ball was just absolutely laughable. They, they go, they were going absolutely nowhere. It was. I mean, looking back now, I've taken a few days to get over it. Obviously, it ruined my everyone's weekend really, but. It was just shocking. There was just no mental stability there. And there's there's a lot of people that need to answer for this. Obviously, the individual defending was just abysmal. 
I don't know. I don't know what was going on with some of the clearances. There's got to be responsibility on Bruno as well because he should have changed it as soon as the sending off happened. I agree with Harry. He should have just done something different rather than just keeping your two wingers there with no out ball through the middle. And also Cody. Cody, it's Cody's back line, isn't it? It's Cody's defenders. And although he wasn't, you know, the, the calamity of the lot, I think that was definitely Sace. Um, you know, he needs to he needs to keep his head. He needs to control his players around him. And obviously, it didn't happen because we were just all over the place. It was, and they sensed blood straight away. And the worst thing, all we needed to do from that position, two 0 up against Leeds, who couldn't hit a barn door for the for the for the whole part of the game before that. And we've got one of the best defence in the leagues this season. There's no reason why we shouldn't be seeing that game out, even if we don't score another goal and win it. Because we could do that. We could shut up shop quite easily. But I think what's happened is we've made ourselves get worked up about sending off for start. That's echoed round into the ground of the fans. And then our head's just gone. Our heads are just mm. mentally gone. And we've got sucked into that game that they wanted in the first place for the first 20 minutes, where it's just going to be uh, all over the place, attack versus attack game. I still thought after they got the we got the red card, there's a goal in this here for us. I think we could still score I agree. again. I agree. I, we, we can't keep trying to do the same thing, but I still thought that we could actually get another one because they were that bad. Um, but somehow we just mentally go. I mean, eight Nori loses his man for the first goal. It's exactly what... Mm-hmm. Really, that's just was poor defended by him as he goes for the ball and just completely misses it. Um, obviously, they, everything that followed after that was just useless as well. That that's that ball that just bobbles up to Sace and he tries to volley it and it somehow just goes up in the air and back down in the box. It's just that's just comical, isn't it? What, what, what can comical. you do about that? It's comical, like, um, and he's been, he's been a liability as well since he came back from the AFCON, any really. Let's be honest, I don't know how Kilman gets dropped and he just keeps his place all the time, really. I think now you've got to be looking at uh. Bringing bringing Kilman back in and giving Sace a rest because you know he could just be tired. He could have had a sore head, but he's not been that great as he since since mm. he came back. I don't think really. It, it was it was just so strange for me that like you mentioned, we're so solid as, as a defense. But if you just look at that twenty minutes or so after the red card, honestly, it was that one when uh, Daniel is Daniel James at the X Man United player. When he like lobbed Saar and then like hit the post and go back out, and even Saar's flapping everywhere. It was just you've so to, weird. Yeah, you've got to say Jose Saar as well. Yeah, he was, all, he was again not not stable from the back like he's been. He was just running, spent most of the time running about his box, didn't he? Like just, yeah. just down your line for once. Like, like you, like you like, say, I think you could sense it in the stadium as well. Like we were rattled, and the fans. As soon as the first one went in, and obviously especially when the second one went in, me and you, Sam, didn't we? We were just like, we we know they're going to get the winner. It's oh, just going to come, even though it took yeah. to the 91st minute. And obviously, it was eight minutes added on both hours, but that was mad. But yeah, it was just crazy because obviously it was all kicking off. I don't know if you're going to bring this up, Sam, but the Billy Wright, the box, all the Leeds yeah. fans in there going mad, and the family enclosure. Everyone was watching that box for most of it. It was just yeah, that was a, a more weird, insane thing because yeah. yeah, weird atmosphere in the ground, and you, you could sense them coming into it. And it is annoying because first half Leeds were terrible. It was so easy for us. So that makes it even more frustrating because they are a crap team, especially defensively. They're so open at the back. They keep, <laughs> they, they kept giving the ball to us, didn't they? They just kept giving it to us. Yeah. It was so easy. So it's even more frustrating that we threw it away like that after going down to 10 men. A little bit of blame to Bruno, I agree. He's got to bring Fabio on for someone to hold it up. But the defence to fall apart like that with Cody at the back, like Jack mentioned, who should have sorted them out, got their heads clear. But the occasion and the atmosphere must have got to the defenders a bit. We panicked and it all went to shit. It was just so strange. I also want to say how embarrassing I thought the Leeds bench was to oh, run on God. the pitch when they got the equaliser as well. 
And it and, was well, just, the winner. It was just, the winner it was, was worse. It was, it was Tim Pot, I thought. And then only one of them got booked. So you just think, mm. where is the consistency? There is there is zero consistency in this league when it comes to officials. Four, Best league in the world with the worst officials. Yeah, four subs ran on. Phillips was one of them. He's meant to be injured. He bombed across the pitch. And then when they ran back around the goal, from the, like behind the goal, the North Bank in front of us, they're all smiling, weren't they? And winding the fans yeah. up. And how like, they don't get seriously punished for that. How can four subs be allowed to run across the pitch like that? I don't get especially, how that's allowed. Especially when you've got people running on the pitch and trying to chain themselves <laughs> to uh, a post, which is what did he? I I didn't really see it. I didn't. Really, wasn't really looking, Harry. But you reckon that did he almost get a by clock and he yeah, got like, so, uh, just inches away from actually tying well, it on? The Everton lad obviously used a zip tie, didn't he? Whatever they're called, like the zzz, yeah, and he got it on. But this lad, I think he had like a bloody bike. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. so he went to do it and he was close to doing. It, but to be fair to Sarah and the stewards, they were straight on it, and yeah. I suppose the cameras didn't uh, show him, so he didn't get what he wanted. But what I will say is, after the stewards dragged him away and he was doing the lying down like Jesus with his arms out, when the police got him down the side of us, because we can see, can't we, where we are? They were brutal to him, like whacking him down at first and things like that. Oh, I was really? like, Bloody hell. Yeah, I was like, I know it's bad what he's done, but Jesus, the police. Just unnecessarily brutal with him, if you get what I mean. I was like, yeah, come on. As soon as he was caught by the stewards, he literally just like flopped over. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Fair cup. So a bit, maybe a bit but harsh. It's, it's happening at every ground now, isn't it? This mm. is it oil protest. You two know more than me. It's I don't thing, know. It? Like, I didn't know much about, well, about it until obviously I saw everyone saw the the funny sort of memes and that from the from the Everton game. And the lad had a TikTok. Did anyone see the TikTok that he put out like before? I saw it. And he, he went, went through it. It's, it's yeah. one of these weird situations where, where you, you can't really disagree with what he's saying in principle, but is it the right way to go about it? Like, mm. you know, it's uh, one of these, isn't it? Really? I did Obviously see that one. I saw that Everton but... video turned into a meme uh, that, and, and the uh, uh, subtitles was, I'm about to disrupt a football match. And then someone had put Kevin Friend's face <laughs> on it. Which I thought was quite funny. Um, but uh, yeah, Harry, we saw it coming. Um, but how much of a missed opportunity is this? Yeah, it's how many times have we said this? It, it, it's this last few months has been win a couple, lose a few, get our hopes up, and then at half time we're all laughing, weren't we? We're six in the league again, loving life. It's just another massive blow with eight games to go. And like I said, Leeds are shit, so it's even more frustrating because <laughs> they are crap. I know their fans are laughing, and that, we should easily be beating them. They're poor. That's the annoying thing, and it? it's just the fact we saw for you know 55, 60 minutes that how they're just they were terrible. They were they're awful, and even even like Gary Neville and Carragher were slagging them off at half time, saying, "Look, I think they're going to go down. They're just you know they're in real trouble here. They've got nothing." They, they it, like the for the uh, opponents' uh, run for uh, the, the goal from the set piece. They just completely switched off. They were they weren't even watching mm. the ball. They were, they were watching each other, and the, the, we, we got in behind before he squared it back to Trincao before it's anything's happened. Great goal that, by the way. But shambolic defending. And I just don't know how we can throw it away from that position. It just takes yeah. something stupid. How have they scored three? Oh no! It annoyed me more. It annoyed me more as well. Season. It annoyed me as well because after the game, obviously, I got back and I was watching their manager, old Ted Lasso, aka Jesse Marsh. But he was going, Oh man, the character of these guys. I just knew he was coming. It was definitely two yellow cards for Raul. I'm like, Mate, oh, you're annoying me even a more. Double a double yellow. And then, like, he's like, the, the character of the players and all that. Fair enough. It was great character. But if that sending off to happen, we win three or four nil. That's the most annoying thing about it. Definitely. It, if it was two, I get the point that everyone's saying, even the Leeds fans are saying, well, you threw it away. You should be able to cope with 10 men. Agreed. We did. Yeah. We fell apart. But the second yellow should never happen. 
So you can be annoyed at Raul, but at the end of the day, it's not a second yellow. But maybe it'd be good for him to have a few games off now and hopefully Fabio will get a start. Although I found it strange he didn't come on, by the way. I thought he would have brought him on, but he didn't, did he? He but... did come on. He did? Yeah. Oh, he did. Did Fabio come yeah, on? Right, 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 right at the end. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Chiquinho. Come on. He bought both of them on. He bought both of them Because we were saying, why, why is he four subs? We were confused about that, weren't we? That's all changed the rules, isn't it? So, yeah. So, Fabio, hopefully. I forgot he'd come on. So, sorry. But I've, hopefully he should start then, shouldn't he? The next few. And he can be the vocal point. And it's big for him. Like Trinkhouse took his opportunity. Might see him start next time. Now, when Fabio gets another opportunity again, let's hope he takes it. That's, that's the thing, I suppose, with, with Jimenez. Maybe it was a little bit harsh earlier, but he can't finish either, can he, at the moment? Like, we 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 just been three or four up at half-time, if he could finish in that game. Mm. And then it's definitely over, and he can go get sent off all he wants then, because it'll be Why does right. he keep trying to score um, an overhead kick? Oh, no, he's he he did it again. Kick? Why does he, he keep doing his chicken flicks at the top of the box when we just need to just play it simple and we're in? I, I don't know. This is what I mean. It's just, uh, he's just frustrating me lately. And things like this, getting sent off, don't help because... Like you say, it's a stupid one for the second one, but there's no need for the first one. I don't think, really, to get to get. Mm. It's quite. I another day, another camera angle, another VAR. That first one he could have got sent off for. So yeah, again, yeah. just stupid. And it's stuff like this is costing us. And the thing that's really pissing me off is obviously I'm thinking about this a lot and looking at the situation and looking at the points throughout the season. If you look at the first game against Leeds as well, we've dropped five points against Leeds that we should have had. <laughs> Because we gave away a penalty in like the 93rd minute, which is a lapse in concentration. And then we get a second yellow card and all of a sudden we fucking defend like a slot plane at Molyneux. It was, it was shocking. <laughs> and was it, 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 it was short right though, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but, and to get that from a defence. So basically we've thrown away five points against Leeds this season, a team that are going to probably just avoid relegation by the skin of their teeth. Those five points will be the difference between us finishing eighth and sixth or seventh and fifth. That's mm. that's basically what it's going to be now, and we we can only blame ourselves on both occasions, and that's the really depressing thing is, forget top four that was obviously gone ages ago. I think top six is probably gone. Looking at the teams and everything, I think it's going to be a straight shootout now between us and West Ham, uh, for that seventh place spot and hopefully Conference League football. Which you know I'd be very happy. If it's still a great season if we do get that, but I don't think we're favourites for it. I think West mm. Ham are. So it's going to be a long shot now. Really, we've got to got to pick up points because we've got to play the big top three teams before the end of the season the last eight games it's tough and mm. uh, I, I was just going to say as well we had the lads on for the away perspective last week Ben and Ben didn't we and they messaged me after the game saying why you know, why are your fans such dickheads and all that and he was saying they were they were saying <laughs> like he, he was saying like oh it's definitely a yellow for Raul and I was like weren't mate it's one of them where if you're a Leeds fan, you're like, yep, yeah, yellow, 100% for Raul. If you're a Wolves fan, you're anybody say no. else. Yeah. But like you said, like we mentioned it, Dermot Gallagher come out, didn't he? Saying it's a very harsh yellow. We were listening to Talk Sport on the way back. Jason Cundy was trying to play the card of, oh, it's, you know, oh, it could, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I think, I think every fan can agree. Just that on its own as a decision is not a yellow card. So, and I think most people agree with that. The, the one thing you also do, if you obviously watched it back a few times, is Raul. He just he's got his eye on the ball the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't even know the keeper's coming. I don't think until quite late because nobody did because they he did he did well to get there the keeper. I think that's part of the reason that he's just trying to win that ball and gets taken out in the process. That's why it just yeah. it's obviously is well uh, at the time in, before I was out of seats in the north anchor a bit shit. I didn't realise the keeper got the ball and I thought the keeper was off. Didn't we Sam? We were saying I thought that, I thought we thought the keeper, the keeper was off. I was like, but then yeah, when that's when we correct. watched the replay, obviously the yellow happened. We were like, oh, God, it must have been bad from Raul then. But then when we watched the replay after the game, I was bloody fuming, man. And Kevin Friend, Jesus Christ, he needs to get demoted. 
I mean, he's already been banned once for getting the decision wrong this season, yeah. hasn't he? He's the one who yeah. gave that that uh, Liverpool penalty. Uh, so bad so it's, the standard of officiating is terrible. Mike Dean's retiring in the end of the season. Yeah, that's I see that. Oh my but, God, Paul, so. that's another thing as well. Did you see Ailing try to do the Robbie Keane celebration when he scored as well? He's completely oh, messed yeah. it up. Just to rub salt in the wounds as well. Bloody. Um, so it's Villa at home, Newcastle away, City at home, Burnley away. Uh, Brian at home, Chelsea away, and Norwich at home, Liverpool away. Um, it's a mixed bag, isn't it, Jack? To be fair, I mean, you know, you have got the top three in there, but you're not far. I've got the bottom three as well. It ain't great, Sam. Let's be honest. Um, it's uh, I'm sure there's other teams around us with more favourable runs than that, particularly when we've got to go to Liverpool on the last day and potentially get a result. Um, when they could need to do the same to win the league. Um, it's the same as what happened a few seasons ago, isn't it? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, just, I think, do we know what West Ham's fixtures are? I'm just putting you on the spot there. I, don't know if I can, can get tell you what they are, yeah. Um, but I think so it's, it will be a straight got... shootout now. Let's have a look. Uh, they've got Everton at home. Then, they're still in the Europa League, remember? So they've got Leon. Um, they're in the semis, aren't they? Thursday yeah. after that, uh, quarters. Um, then they've got Brentford away. Then they've got Leon again. Um, away, so two away games there, and then they've got Burnley at home, Chelsea away, and then the last couple of games they got Arsenal at home. So tight, isn't it? Norwich Ooh. away, uh, Man City at home, and last game is Brighton away. So okay, yeah. so they've got three tough ones as well. Then really, if you count Arsenal um, so, yeah. in there, and, and they're they're going to be fighting for similar positions potentially. There's going to be a lot on the line, I think, yeah. in those games. We've we've bounced back. We had that obviously the disappointing losses against Arsenal, West Ham, and Palace. We bounced back, didn't we? But we just got to try and do it again now. It's just we just keep putting ourselves back in these little holes, don't we? Where that's a tough one to take, isn't it? I know the thing. I think Bruno did say it himself, but the performance up until the yellow card was really good. That's mm. that's what you've got to take from it because we we'd, we'd yeah. have we'd have no way lost that. Well, we would have won that game probably by more goals than we had planned. So that's what we've got to take from it. Uh, but we've Trinkau's got to be... a positive, isn't it? I suppose that's yeah. one of I mean, the only positives to come out of it. Is Trinkau finally? I, I can't believe that's his do. first goal and assist because he's that's had some mad. chances, hasn't he? He's he had scored, a few where he's just skied a few, hasn't he? And scored in the cup, didn't he? Away at Forest. That was his other but in the league. First goal, first assist. Crazy. I mean, hopefully he turns he plays like that every game from now to the end of the season because we'll have a chance. But yeah. um we just, Good for Johnny just, to score as well. Yeah. Bailey straight away, wouldn't he? See, that's what wing backs should be doing, scoring. <laughs> <laughs> straight on WhatsApp, wouldn't he? Oh, but Oh. Yes, yeah, difficult. I mean, we do just need to have a look at the defense because it was all over the place. When it just anyone see the video where somebody said, "Just uh, watch this prime ball watching by Willie Bolly." I can't remember which goal it was, whether it was a second or the or the first one. And it's when oh. it, all that shit's going on. He's just stood there, he <laughs> doesn't move, <laughs> yeah. and then the ball gets in the net, and he's like just watching it like that. And... Yeah, like we we really praise his performance against Watford, but the difference was against Watford is he literally we hardly had to defend against him, did we? Whereas against Leeds first half. A little bit we had to defend, but second half, obviously, we're backed against the walls. And I don't know. It was his fault for the third goal, wasn't it? Mm. Bolly's fault for the third goal. Eight Nori for the first, Sace for the with one, and then, or maybe a combination of all, but and then Bolly for the third one. It was just just shit show, wasn't it, really? Let's be honest. It's very strange from us. Yeah. Um, Disappointing to go into an international break like that, but a break from football, maybe it is what we need. so a couple of eyebrows raised, I think probably more from uh, Wolves fans than anyone else with Max Kilman not getting called up by England, Southgate, um, going for the Crystal Palace defender, Mark Gay. Um, he's come through the England setup 
Harry, um, and I think it was potentially against Kova Max. Yeah, it's frustrating, man, because what a game to go to to watch Kilman, where he had a bit of a bad game against Palace. And I think obviously all Wolves fans want him in, all Wolves fans know how good he's been this season, but deep down, I think we all knew he wouldn't be, didn't we? Even if Southgate would have seen him have some of his will do performances, I still don't think he'd have picked him. And he, he'll get there if he carries on like he, he, he has done this season for the majority of the season. He'll, he'll get there eventually. He's still uh, plodding along, but two friendlies now. And I suppose the break's got to come at a kind of a good time for us after that result. But yeah, a bit, bit going for Kilman, but we expected it. Um, and Jack, Willie Bolly's in the Ivory Coast squad. Um, the second, It's the second game is against Ivory Coast. Uh, could be Cody against uh, Bolly opposite the end of the pitch. Christ, would be like five all then, wouldn't it? That one. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> No, no, yeah, it's yeah, it's good, good to for Bolly to get some game time. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yes, um, I know it was a bit harsh. Um, on Kilman, the one thing I'll say about Kilman is I think if he was playing against Leeds, he's very calm. Any Kilman, I don't think he'd have panicked in the way the other ones would have done. I wouldn't yeah. have started being silly. I mean, he doesn't run if he doesn't have to. Kilman, he's just you're just just that laid back. Unless you got the ball, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would have had the same. I think he'd have been uh, had his head screwed on a little bit. Which if he if he's not back in the starting lineup after that. In, this, in the next game against Villa, I'll, I'll be shocked because fair enough, he might he's played a lot when he hasn't played that much in previous seasons. He might need the odd rest now, but uh, he's got to get back in really. And obviously, if you can't get in the Wolves team, you're not going to get in Gareth Southgate's England team, are you? So uh, if he wants to actually have a realistic chance of a call-up at some point, he's going to have to play week in, week out, really. Um, I suppose the other one is that the omission from the Portugal squad in, in the goalkeeping area, which is just mental in my eyes, but... Neves pulling out as well. Yeah, so Jose yeah. Sarr left out of the Portugal squad. Um, I don't know what he's got to do, really. You know, he's, he's probably <laughs> probably been in the top one or two keepers in the best league in the world, and it hasn't been enough to get him a call-up. He's um, certainly got the best stats in Europe, hasn't he? I mean, it's it's amazing, isn't it, Harry, that he, he doesn't get into three? Yeah, and I'll be honest, the other two, I've got the other two keepers apart from Patricia, I'm not too clued up on them, I'll be, too, I'll be honest. But the one yeah. he plays like PSG or something. Um, yeah, can't remember. But to not even get in is is farcical, really, I think. I'm, I'm really surprised at that. Um, let's have a look at uh, what you say. Oh, Marcel, Harry, you reckon he could be on his way? Oh, yeah. So I think talking walls, to be fair, they put out a, a rumour that he might be going to Brazilian team. I can't even pronounce this. Botafogo? <laughs> I've never heard of them. Botafogo, but, I think. Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, is it a surprise, really? He only signed a short deal with us, didn't he, contract-wise? So would you be sad uh, to see him go? Would you? No. No, I wouldn't drive in there. I think he's done it's okay for us, to be honest. And technically, he's been playing out of position because he's not really a left wing back, is he? Let's be honest. But I think he's done okay when he's had to. Just on the defence, Paul was saying in the comments, Bolly, Cody, Kilman, after the way Sace has been playing. Like Jack mentioned, Sace has been a bit Great. ropey since he come back. We reckon that would work? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think at the moment, based on form, that's as good as it gets in it. You could maybe give a shout for Toti, but he, you know he's not played enough, has he? So he's got a new deal as well today, didn't he? Yeah, new yeah. deal for twenty twenty seven. Um, long term contract. It's not the one that we want to get a contract. Nevers <laughs> is the one Wolves that we want. The rest is great news, but that's the one that we want to see. Um, Harry, just going back to the Leeds game, actually, I think you had a great stat that you wanted to. Uh, to share oh, did we not mention this? The 40 game? I don't one. think we mentioned it. No, we could be trying to work out whether it's top flight or Premier League. Um, yeah, I think in the, the stat is in the Premier League, 
So it's not many seasons, is it? Was it eight seasons we've been in the Premier League last 20 years? This is the eighth, yeah. Yeah, so after being 2-0 up in the last 40 games, we've won 38 and drew two. It's the first time we've ever lost in the Premier League and been two goals up, which is a crazy stat, isn't it? And losing to that lead side is just making it. <laughs> yeah, it makes it can't work. go over again. Um, right, okay. Uh, well, I think, I think is, that, is that it for this week? Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's always going to be a short one with one game, wasn't it? I don't think there's uh, just the internationals to come, which is horrible. Two friendlies, which feels pointless. But at the same time, I think we need the break. And it's a huge game to come back to. It's Villa next, isn't it? Villa, a three yeah. o'clock kickoff on a Saturday. <laughs> I'll try and get away. I'll try and get an away perspective again. Hopefully, Bates is back. When was the last time we did a podcast with four of us? By the way, I don't know. It's been a while. Couple of weeks ago. Is there any comments? uh, Any questions or comments? comments? Are we we the team that chokes in big situations? Yes. Uh, It feels like that, doesn't it? Whether it's at Wembley (laughs) or at Molyneux or Chelsea last game of the season or Sevilla. Yes. I've never seen us panic like that. Like, oh, it's awful. I hate to say, is that the sort of sort of game where you want Nuno in, as the boss? Because <laughs> oh, he'd, he'd have changed it straight away, wouldn't he? No, because he be wouldn't fair. have been 2-0 down. Um, no, no, no. We'd been 2-0 down, but he'd still change it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just put this comment up. This is very harsh. Read that out, sir. <laughs> uh, we have a championship defence. We don't have much tactical fluidity as our midfield is often so deep that we struggle for numbers in attack. It's pretty... It's harsh to call our defence the championship defence with the record they've they've come up with this year. It's been like one of the best defences in the league. Yeah. Uh, although that back three has probably played in the championship for Wolves. Apart from Kilman, didn't it? Yeah. The Kilman he was, he was playing the conference. conference. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's playing for Maidstone at the time. Uh, we, we've said about this phrase, haven't we? Like, we have had the same players throughout the spine, it feels, for a long time. But I wouldn't say, say it's a championship. Can't say it's a championship. Nah. They're one of the best in Europe. I mean, we we are fickle as a be- at the best of times as a podcast. But come on, we've got to praise how our defence has been all season. Let's be honest. I, yeah, I've just never. I've. I think the most shocking thing is, particularly because of the standards the defence has set this season, that we crumbled like that because we it just wasn't expected. I honestly thought we'd see that game out even with one man less after the way Leeds started and how how organised we are at the back, but. I think we just got sucked into it and sucked up by the occasion and by the fans and by their bench and just got wound up by it. It's exactly what they wanted us to do. And that's what I think got to us. Dean makes a great comment here. I didn't know this. So Kevin Friend apparently was in the championship on the Tuesday. He had to apologise for a mistake in that game. Then he then he refereed ours on the Friday. So that, <laughs> How does that, that happen? I don't How know. So that just makes, makes me feel even worse. Cheers, Dean. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, mm-hmm. D- yeah, Dean again. I think eight of the starting eleven on Friday played for us in the championship. Wow, that's a that says it all, doesn't it? With our last few windows, <laughs> eight. That's a lot, isn't it? That can't be right. Well, that, can we work it out off the top of your head? I can't. No, it's not. Right. Even if Cody didn't. No, incorrect. It's Sace and Cody. Matinho didn't. Dendonka didn't. No, it's not right. No, so. no, that's not. <laughs> like, Dean, I think that's the wrong start there. Yeah. Yeah. Saar didn't. Neves, sorry, Neves. Oh, oh yeah, didn't. Neves, Cody, Bolly. Bolly. Oh, Bolly. Who was right wing back? Sace. Johnny didn't. Johnny, Johnny, and Nate Nori. No. It's only about three or four, isn't it? In the start. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's not that bad. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, no. Can you ban him, Harry? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry. That, I mean, I mean, I'll make a mistake every week. But that'll be very uh, poor since they thrashed Southampton. We need to win that game. See, it's a tough one. It's going to be tough. Blood, yeah. you, you say that, but they're actually, they're, I know there's a bit of a gap between us and Villa, but 
if they win it, they would only be seven points behind us. They are only one place below us, aren't they, at the moment? So yeah, they're not completely points, out of the, yeah. If they beat us, it's not completely out of the realm of the possibility that they catch us. Ten so points we need to be very so careful. It could, go, it could go to seven with a game in hand. Did anybody see Stephen Gerrard getting a bit salty with Des? Oh, we saw that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, I think the pressure's getting to him a little bit. He was just like saying, yeah. cheers for asking the obvious questions, Des, weren't he? You're getting proper salty. I oh, know, yeah, he was, yeah. It was like, yeah. I was expecting better from you. And to be yeah. honest, <laughs> fair play to Des for holding his tongue. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Don't let that slip. Excellent. Go. Okay, uh, we'll leave that again for uh, this week. And I mean, we'll be back next week. We're going to preview, obviously, uh, the Villa game. But otherwise, we can all uh, go and try and forget about football for another couple of days uh, until the England games are on. Uh, so we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. See you, everyone. And Jack Williams. Bye, guys. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.